0: To simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. You may have never, ever, ever even thought about this, but God tests us. He tests our heart. He tests our life. And we want to pass, don't we? I know I do. I know you do. We want to pass the test that God gives us. He, if you know, I, I guess I keep thinking, okay, if I get an A or if I pass, maybe I won't have to take that test again and I'll get to go to the next level, right? All of us want to pass the test that God gives us. And you say, well, why does God test us? Well, he tests us to see what's in our heart. He tests us to build our character. He tests us to mature us in our faith. He wants us to grow. He wants us to be strong so that when the real uh, temptations and trials and and hardships come our way, we are ready and we are able to stand firm and to stand strong. And God did just that. He tested Moses. (laughs) He tested the Israelites in the book of Exodus. But before he did, I don't know if you remember the victory that they had they had just a tremendous victory in Exodus 15 you had the Israelites they were slaves in Egypt they were trapped by Pharaoh who had a very hardened heart and they needed to cross the Red Sea and get into the land of safety in Israel and the the horses the chariots the enemy Pharaoh all all of this was behind them and in front of them was the Red Sea they were literally in a, a no-win situation. The army behind them, the sea in front of them. Have you ever felt that way? Like there's not a good option here. I feel completely trapped. And in that moment, God did the most miraculous thing and made a way for them to cross on dry ground. And doesn't isn't God so cool that way? Sometimes when our back is up against the wall and we say, God, I have no other way but your way, he does something that we've not even thought about or something we hadn't even known to pray about. And he makes a way and he's with us. And so that's what happened. And the Israelites in, in Exodus fifteen nineteen, it says, For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and his horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. And the, But the children of Israel, they went across on dry land in the midst of the sea And Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, who that's the brother of Moses, took a timbrel in her hand. And all the women went out after her with timbrels and dances. And Miriam answered them and said, sing to the Lord. He has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider have been thrown into the sea. And they, can you imagine the victory dance that they had on the other side of the Red Sea? They've landed safely in Israel. Their enemies are drowned And they they gather, you know, Moses led them in song and then Miriam, she pulls all the women to the side and says, let's let's gather in a circle and continue dancing. And I love that. She had her tambourine out and they they continued. And I I just have that picture in my mind of the incredible victory of Israel and the dancing and the singing. And, you know, when we lived in Israel we lived on Mount Zion uh, in the old city of Jerusalem. That's where our school was. And you could look down into the Valley and on, um, Saturday when Shabbat, when the Sabbath was over in the evening, dancing would begin and everyone would gather in a circle and dance and sing. And it's just part of their tradition, part of their culture to dance and to sing. And and it should be part of ours as well, just to give God a, a great victory clap and dance for all the good things that he has done to make a joyful noise, to sing and shout to the Lord for those victories. But sometimes what happens? What happens after a great victory? Then we have a disappointment or a difficulty or a test that comes right on the heels of something wonderful. Why does that seem to happen? Well, sometimes it's God. It's God giving us a victory and then it's God testing our hearts. And that's what happened to Moses and the Israelites. Let's keep reading in Exodus 15:22. It says, "So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went 3 days into the wilderness and found no water." Can you imagine? It it really is hot and dusty right where they crossed the Red Sea. I've been there. Sometimes the 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 wind will bring up a sandstorm and you can't even see you can't can't see where you're going and it's so hot there so there they are and they have no water and it says when they came to mara they could not drink the waters of mara for they were bitter and therefore the name of it was called mara so mara actually means bitter and so the water was it was contaminated. It was undrinkable. I mean, you couldn't drink it. I think about water today. I mean, we all, you know, we like our bottled water, our purified water. We have water filtration systems on our home, in our homes, everywhere. It, it's a big deal, isn't it? And when you're in a desert and you've, you're so hot, you've got children, animals, and you can't drink the water. So it says the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? Can you imagine at one time three million grumblers? Woo! I bet it was like on the edge of a riot. I mean, they were just, they were not happy. And Moses, he had a choice to make in that moment. Everyone grumbling. <laughs> it didn't matter that Moses had taken them to safety from Pharaoh across the sea and led them. No. Three days later, now they're they're mad at him. Now they're grumbling. And in verse 25, I love this. It says, Moses cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. Let's just pause there a moment. What was Moses' response? Moses cried to the Lord. Three million grumblers and one crying out to the Lord. Moses said, Lord, I need your help. And the Lord showed him. To me, we could pause right there and learn so much. In When you're in a crunch, their water was bitter. They cried to the Lord. Moses cried to the Lord. The others grumbled. What is our choice going to be? Grumbling or desperation to the Lord? A prayer of desperation, crying out to the Lord. So Moses cries to the Lord, and immediately the Lord showed him. Isn't God so good? God hears us. He hears our prayers. You know, this is a rabbit trail. But recently I was reading about Ezekiel and the Lord tells Ezekiel, I want you to make an offering. I want you to eat, cook your food, your bread over human manure. And Ezekiel says, Lord, please, no, no, I've never defiled myself my entire life. I do not want to bake this bread that way. And it says that the next verse, the Lord pauses, and the Lord says, Okay, Ezekiel, you can bake your bread over cow manure. And I read that this week, and I just paused, and I was like, Wow, Lord, (laughs) of all the verses to really hit me and really touch my heart. But I was like, God heard that tiny prayer of Ezekiel. It was like, Please, Lord, no. And God was like, Okay, okay, let's do it this way. And Ezekiel said, Okay. And to me, that is just so precious. And, and that's kind of how it was with Moses. Here's Moses, and, and, and three million Israelites are grumbling, and he's like, Lord, I'm crying out to you. And the Lord showed him. And what did the Lord show him? The Lord showed him a tree. <laughs> I mean, the tiniest thing. And the Lord can show you the tiniest answer. We have to be asking, looking, waiting, watching. Moses's head must have been on a swivel. Okay, Lord. And then looking for what God did. So God shows him a tree. The Hebrew word for tree there, it could be a living tree or a dead tree. We don't know. But but Moses cuts down this tree. So it says, you know, Moses cast this tree or a piece of the tree into the water. He threw it into the water. And, it, and the water was made sweet. It was a miracle. So this is a wonder work of God. And it says from there that he made for them a statue and an ordinance, and it was all proved to them that the cat. And I love it because was, was the tree what made the water sweet? No. It was the act of faith. It was the act of faith. Moses cried out. He listened. He cut down the tree, took a piece of the tree, threw it. In the water, and the water was sweet, and the people drank. How beautiful is that? And that's it's that act of faith, and it's the act of faith that releases the supernatural power of God. So, I don't know what test you're up against, but <laughs> ask God to show you, be like Moses, and he will show you. It could be the tiniest detail. It says in verse 26. If thou, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord, your God, and will do what is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statues, I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. I love this because a tree is very similar to the cross. Think of that. And on the cross, Jesus covered everything and, and he he gave us access to healing because of the cross, because of that wood. And so much unique symbolism in the Bible. Moses takes a piece of wood, throws it in the water, and then we can drink the water. I just love that. The cross is a healer. God is a healer. There's faith involved. And we just have to choose in an act of faith to honor God and to ask God. And that's where we see the miracle working power of God. You know, I think about other times Elisha, he threw salt in the stream of water and it became sweet. You know, that stream they called Elisha's stream. It's in uh, Jericho. Jericho is still hot and dusty, although they have the best oranges. But Elisha, you know, he threw salt in the stream so that they could use the water. Uh, he he threw salt in a pot and they could, I mean, flour in a pot and it made it, the soup edible. Those are the act of faith for the releasing of the supernatural power of God. Maybe you've had a victory and a few days later, you're up against a test, but let's not grumble. And We're going to look a little bit more at, in depth into the grumbling piece tomorrow on the next episode. But anyway, I, I just love it. God wants us to pass the test. He's with you in the test. Cry out to him. Call out to him today. And then look and wait and watch. Maybe there's a supernatural act of faith that God's going to ask you to do. The smallest, smallest little thing, you know. That's coming from Exodus 15, 19 all the way to 26. You might sit down and read that today. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. Hey, I have a special Uh, download for you on my website. If you go to jennifer-jackson.org, there are some dream sheets. Plan your new year. It's all for you. I hope you'll do that. You're listening to Simply for Women.